Welcome to the weekend edition, and uh, this is a very special one because, of course, we have myself, Kelly. Uh, we have Wood, yes. Brian Riley, as always, oh, yeah. and we are joined by Wood's new best friend, <laughs> <laughs> Sean from Fresh Skin Tattoo. I can't believe I made the rooster, man. Yeah, man. Kelly was really hesitant to have you in here. Well, I, I get not... jealous. I get jealous. Oh, that's what the energy was from on Saturday. I used to have yeah I used to have all of Wood's love and attention and now I have to divide it and I don't like it well that's what happens when you never come over to my house <laughs> although Wood Arlo Sean has touched my bare chest so. that's true yeah, we, we are, we're on second base already so anyway but no, uh, I don't know do you want to talk about the event really quick because this will come out on this will be the 25th nice so next weekend Correct. Is the uh, is the big tattoo event March third and fourth? It's the Euphoric Ink and Art Show. I'm uh, really excited about this. this. Is the Park Event Center? I've never been into the Park Event Center. I've DJed multiple weddings there and events. The, the uh, Indie Foundation event was there that I did. You say it's gorgeous. It's, it's so nice on the inside. I don't know why it doesn't get used more. It's right there in uh, Wait Park. Well, they, you know why they built it? I remember because uh, I used to know one of the coordinators there. They built it and then COVID hit. And then they didn't have any events That's for like right. a, so it's like they're still it's almost like they're starting from scratch now. That steakhouse that was in there like opened up like I think like a week before everything like shut yeah. down. And uh, had bad timing. Mavericks, right? That yeah, was, that yeah. Was really good. Either way, it's uh, the Euphoric Inc. and our show. Again, going down March 3rd and 4th at the Park Event Center. Your ticket, by the way, gets you into both days, all thanks to Oberg and, of course, Fresh Skin Tattoo. Let's go. Um, it's a really cool event because if you are, let's say, like Kelly Jordan, maybe hey. one tattoo, maybe no tattoos, right? thinking about getting a tattoo, you still want to get to this event because – even if you don't want to get a tattoo, it's got craft beer tour tasting, there's stand-up comedy, there's a concert on Saturday. Your ticket will get you into both days. But, of course, tattooing is really the reason for the season, if you will. Right. And, uh, and so that's why it's cool to have you in here, Sean. Yeah. To, uh, because every time we bring up any topic of tattoos on the air, it always... It's, it's like something people are so passionate about. Well, more know? and more people are accepting of it. You know, yeah. you go back, it used to be... You had one if you were in the military or prison. Or in the hell, yeah, like the Hell's Angels yeah, or something. And yeah, and there was really no middle ground, and that really, honestly, has truly changed. I mean, you, I, I, Sean, what's like the range of customer you have seen now? Are you talking about at the convention? No. Or at a convention? Like just in, in general. In, in general, I mean, there's at, at all spectrums. I mean, I you get... Uh, somebody who just turned 18, first tattoo all the way. I did a half sleeve on a 72, 72 year old woman before. Dang. Uh, I mean, you name it. Yep, everybody's getting this is a mainstream um, industry now. It's not as taboo as it used to be. So it's uh, the art, the artists are really entering the industry. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's come a long ways in a short time. So, well, even, even you, Sean, don't look like, like the typical what you would think of tattoo artist. Yeah, you know? well, you're thinking a spider web across the mouth and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. and it's like spider web across the mouth. <laughs> Which tattoo place are you I going to? I have yet to see that. However, I've been in some pretty sketchy places. <laughs> and then we're doing tattoo shops. We're we talking about prisoners. Back in juvie, I met this guy. I forget what we're talking about now. Let's not downplay Kelly's chest tattoo. It's not a small tattoo, by the way. No, and it's a big deal for Kelly. And, and it was a huge deal, yeah. and I was very. Very emotional because obviously it's for my wife having breast cancer. And I was very emotional and that I, day. I got him to strip that day, yeah. and, uh, and I and I got to you know put some ink on his skin. I feel like Kelly made a big uh, big step. You know, I, I'm I'm ready for the second one, but I just I, I'm embarrassed I'm embarrassed to come in there because I know you're so busy. 
So yeah. I don't want to like, you know. Come in with a little. And that's the other yeah. thing. I think, like, you know, sometimes people don't want to come in with a quote unquote itty bitty tattoo. Hey, we got we got James in the shop. Anybody wants a little tattoo, we'll get you in, man. That's no problem. Nice. But, but um, to answer your first question, or what was your first question? <laughs> I don't remember. Spider web across the mouth, you say. <laughs> oh, so I, I spent 11 years in the Marine Corps, man. So I had to wait to get tattooed. I'm sure if I uh, entered the industry a lot earlier, I'd probably have a lot more tattoos. But okay. in the Marine Corps, they're so strict with, or they used to be so strict. Yeah, I the had rules to, changed, didn't they? They did, as soon as I got out, of course. <laughs> yeah, It was like less than a year than I, after I got out. But So I had to hide all my tattoos for years. So I'm pretty much covered inside a, a shorts and a t-shirt. So. so what is the rules? now for military for tattoos like navies were different right it, yeah everybody's i think it's pretty much everyone's the same now you just you can get tattooed wherever you can no face and uh tiny head hand and neck tattoos they just can't be bigger than your palm of your hand i guess mm-hmm. but and yeah. obviously probably no like racist stuff too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no derogatory uh tattoos but that, that's what's always interesting to me like do people ever come into you and are like hey i want to you know swastika yeah. <laughs> across my mouth yeah so i've had some re- pretty weird requests throughout the years uh i mean we're talking Face, like face tattoo. I don't do face tattoos anymore. I used to do everything that walked through the door. People. Yeah. What made you stop doing it? <sighs> you know what? There's still a stigma. Like no matter what anyone says, uh, how far the industry's come, there's still there's always going to be a stigma. You walk into a business and you got a face tattoo. There's yeah. a stigma, right? They're like, right. oh, mm-hmm. this guy you know, probably don't trust him. So I don't want to put somebody in that position. I don't okay. want to be the guy that puts you in that position where people are judging you. Now you got a hand tattoo. That's normal these days. I yeah. mean, I've seen hand tattoo sleeves. Um, but uh, so I, I draw the line there, and I don't do genital areas. I'm a mar- happily married man, you know. I don't need, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Plus, need the drama that comes with that, man. Well, and then not even the drama, but you don't want to be up in someone's Vera Wang. That, that too. I don't know. Everybody's got different hygiene standards, right? And I'm just like, oh. man, let's keep that on. Do you want to have Yeah, right. Wait till. But, uh, I don't so, know, you know what? I got to shave before the tattoo. I don't know what you're, you're you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, you're trying to be So I draw the line right there, man. That's that's it, though. That's it. Would you do a butt cheek, though? I have done butt cheek tattoos, and I uh, I think I draw the line there. It depends on what it is. Like, I'm a I'm an artist, right? So if, if someone comes to me and, has a, and it's a cool piece of art, and it happens to go on their butt cheek a little bit or something. I'm all about it. But if it's like a, you know, like I had somebody walk in and ask for a, a slice of pizza to put on their, their butt cheek. And I'm like, what is it? Like, what about, no, I can't Gotta hear both sides, Sean. <laughs> what, did it. that ever turn out? Or? I, <laughs> it's not funny. The first time I met Sean, no, I actually wanted to get, you remember, like, if you ever, I mean, I don't think you see him very much anymore, but like the, the naked lady on the mud flaps. Oh yeah. I wanted to get, one on each one of my butt cheeks. Oh my way god! Way back in the Ugh. day. All right, so I. Brian's laughing. You know what's funny though? Mud flaps. Yeah. What works <laughs> is that your butt looks like mud flaps. I do have a. It's very flat. Unique <laughs> posterior. I, I'll make an exception for you, Will. <laughs> Just because that would be awesome. That's definitely gonna ratchet your friendship up a notch. <laughs> it's a wrap. I've seen his butt ten million times. So. Yeah, Gilly sees it on a pretty routine hey, basis. Man, actually. I actually feel pretty good because I saw his. But his long butt cheek or butt crack for the first time. It wasn't that long ago, and I was pretty pumped. I'm like, I was, I waited for my opportunity. Yeah. For Welcome so to long. the club. I know. Many people man. say they're pumped about seeing his long <laughs> butt crack. I, yeah, it was weird. Here often. It's well, weird, right? It's, it's borderline mythical at this point in time because <laughs> everybody's got to see it. And it continues to grow, I believe. Yeah, it does. It's like an old man's ear or something. You can like tell that. how old you are by how long it is. <laughs> They'll flip me over on my deathbed and be like, man. All the way up to his shoulder blades. It's crazy. What a life he led. 
Dana Burke says 83, but I'm looking. Or <laughs> <laughs> like 79. Like how many craps? Well, I, to get it back to a, I thought you kind of had an interesting uh, question there. What if somebody came in and said, "Look, I got a tattoo that I did regret in the past." Like, what, let's say, like a, you know, uh, like a. Whatever, a racist tattoo. Yep, yep. So uh, crazy that I just had this conversation with a client last night. Um, she has, and it's a, a small wrist tattoo. She wanted it to be more of a delicate style. Uh, the guy used too big of a liner, so it ended up being a really bold, thick uh, tattoo. And there's really no way to make that delicate. So I talk to people about what their goals are. There's always a way to cover it up. You can always go big and detailed and cover it up. But for somebody who wants to go delicate, I always recommend even a couple sessions of tattoo removal. But my point is there's always a path, you know what I mean? Um, whether it's a full-blown cover-up, a couple of sessions of removal, then do a nice cover-up. Um, but there's always options. I, I have these conversations with people all the time. Yeah, and that, like I actually knew a guy who I one time we were swimming and he popped his shirt off and he had something that wasn't – it wasn't a swastika or anything. Right. But it wasn't good. And I said, dude, like, do you mind me asking like what that was all about? And he said he got it in jail. And he said he had to get it in jail to pretty much get along. Oh, dang. Oh, I misunderstood your question. So you're talking about like just out of the world. Hey, you got like these derogatory right. tattoos. What do you do? And someone maybe all of a sudden said, realize, hey, maybe this isn't the way I want to live my sure. life. How oh, do yeah. I go about, you know? There's all walks of life. People have all walks of life, right? So, I mean, yeah. If someone walked in with a swastika and said, hey, man, I used to be, uh, I have a past, a history, and I'm, I've changed now. I'd be stoked to cover that right. you know what i yeah, mean that'd like, be awesome yeah that'd be, make, that'd be an honor you know yeah i had these uh i had these friends back they weren't really friends the people who i knew who smoked crack that time <laughs> go on they weren't really I friends. your family right, this <laughs> no, these, these were really, no i told you about the guys i was hanging out with yes. like, you know you end up hanging out with random people sometimes i happen to hang out with some people who smoke some crack <laughs> i don't think that happens to everybody Just, but. Dude, i grew up in north minneapolis it was a, I mean, it was, it was a wild scene for Kelly, go ahead and get I, your statement. I have never smoked crack. I have never done <laughs> right, that right, in my right. life, just as a disclaimer. But let me let me get to the point, though. So these were wild kids, and they had made their own tattoo, whatever you call it, gun, yep, yep. In, in high school. And they did that. They gave each other a bunch of like racist yep. like swastikas and oh, white man. power tattoos and all yep. this stuff. And I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, And, and I'm sure I don't know them anymore. They're, who knows what the hell they're doing now, but... You know, Are those these guys that smoked crack though. Yeah, they smoked okay. crack. <laughs> well, that's probably not Kelly. One of them has a morning show in St. Cloud. <laughs> crack is whack, as far as I'm concerned. But no, I remember, whack. I remember them coming to school with just these horrible-looking racist tattoos. I was like, yeah. you guys are out of your mind. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm. I would almost imagine they got those covered up by now. But here's a good point, and you mentioned it like about the face tattoo. Like, look, if yeah. you want to get your face tattooed, go for it. But I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you're the expert. Yeah. The problem with a face tattoo is it's hard to make it look like it's part of anything else. Like, yeah. you look at Post Malone or any of these oh, other man. rappers. Yeah. All these rappers look like a, they're, you know, a detention desk. Yeah. You know, all, <laughs> like hearts and things all over. It's hard to do any sort of, like larger thing on your face and see that's a, a big reason why i draw the line there too because <clears throat> i'm an artist man and i, I want to do beautiful pieces of art on people's bodies not uh just mark up your face you know and, mm -hmm, and yeah. like i even told my cousin he was begging me to do his face tattoo um and i'm like dude if you have an idea where it's like an artistic piece that i can display and it's cool and it looks good on your face i'll consider it but he just wanted these words, and, and I'm like, dude, that just looks like marks on your face. It doesn't, yeah, look, it doesn't yeah. look good, man. So I, I, if it's that's why I draw the line there. It's like if you're getting a tattoo in a genital area, are you really displaying a piece of art? No, you're just getting 
marks in random places to tell sell people. Yeah. Tell people that's what you did, you know? Right. Do you so, try to talk people out of a tattoo? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, I'll either just say, uh, I'll work with you or I won't, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But it, I never tell people what to do on their own body, you know? I kind of just guide them. And then if it uh, if we can find a, a good, happy compromise, we're good, you know? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's this is all so interesting to me just because it, it is such a mainstream thing now. It is, yeah. And just, you know, like the different walks of life and the different things people want. What Do you have a tattoo you remember that you're most proud of? I, I, probably so many you probably man, can. Man, yeah. Honest to God, man. Every single tattoo that I do, I learn something and I get better. And then the next tattoo I do is my favorite. It's okay. like I never have right. like that one was my favorite tattoo I've ever done. You know, it's like I constantly get better and I constantly like my next tattoos. I don't know. Right. Um, I have a favorite style. I love black and gray realism uh, or color realism. Those are like my favorite because I love the challenge of making things come to life. Those are awesome, too. Yeah. Just they're difficult, too. I don't like doing easy stuff. Easy stuff is boring to me. So I like to mix it up, do challenging things. That's why yeah. I like to tattoo wood because he has a... <laughs> Very difficult cover-ups. Right. Just go ahead and let's get it out. And I'm guessing his skin is really loose, too, so that's probably... <laughs> it's a new challenge that I've never experienced. You know, I'm just like, yeah, let's embrace it. Let's yeah, he's like, hard. how did you get a stretch mark here? How dare you, Sean? Use it. Work it into the tattoo. Oh I guess I'll put another tiger here, I guess. It's it's funny though because I, like people always say about said about the tattoos being addictive and it is it's funny that it's true because now I want to get that second one mm-hmm. and I know like I I'm I hate to say this because it's gross but I'm 47 years old yep. and I got my first tattoo and at 47 I'm so proud of you Kelly no, well, I'm thank so you. proud but, of you man. but now I want a second one yep, so it's like yep. it's really and I don't know why like it's it, I don't you, know, I, you actually explained it one day, and I think it's like oh, pretty yeah. solid, man. This was this Take is my credit. Man. This is my scientific reason for yeah, it because when go. you experience pain, your brain releases dopamine, right, to help with the pain. Your body and your brain remember things that give it hits of dopamine. Yeah. So you maybe want to go in and get that pain again because you know you're going to get that shot of dopamine. That's why we all look at our phones constantly. Yep. Because yep. it gives our brain a tiny hit of dopamine. You get those notifications. You know, yeah. You're like, oh, it feels good, man. Twitter said that. Twitter said that the reason why they delay showing you if you have new messages or not, or new alerts, I should say, is because it makes your brain anticipate it, and then when you get it, it gives you a hit of dopamine, yep. and it actually makes you physically addicted to checking Twitter. I 100% believe it. There's yeah. an algorithm with it, too, that just makes people, just sucks you right. in. And the blue light is addictive to us. It's like, it's all addictive. Yeah. You guys are going to Vegas in a few weeks. Sean's just going to be stuck in the casino the whole time. Just look at all these lights. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he's never been. And then I'll be going back, like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, all, yeah. Hey, my wife gave me very uh, simple instructions. Just don't lose the house. Okay. And I might be able. That's a, I, there's a lot of leeway there. Well, I know. Cars, <laughs> right? Everything else. Trucks. The house has to stay. Yeah, as long as we win it back before we leave. Yeah, so then we're fine. Exactly. I got so much room to play here. The, the last time I was in Vegas, so I dated a girl. Uh, she's kind of legendary on the show, Sean, because she was like super physically abusive to me. She like, oh wow. She like punched me in the face while I was driving one time Holy. and almost killed us both. But she's anyway, a fan favorite. Yeah. Wow. She was. Uh, her dad was Italian. Her dad was full blooded Italian. Her mom was full blooded. Uh, Hispanic, Hispanic from Mexico. Oh wow! And so yeah. just, she was, she just ran hot. She was very passionate. Ball of culture. Yes, uh, and just fire. a lot, just a very fiery, two yeah. fiery mixes coming together. Yeah. In one, anyway. And believe it or not, they didn't cancel each other out. <laughs> right? No, they fed into each other. When one was letting her down, da- it was a yin and a yang. When one was letting her down, the other one picked up. 
Anyway, oh my God. so her dad owned a construction business in Las Vegas. Yeah. And so we would go to visit him, right? Yep. But she didn't trust me for some reason. I don't know why. Like, So she would be like, you're not allowed to stay like on the strip or anything like that. You have to stay at this place called the Railroad Pass. Have you ever seen the Railroad Pass? No. Like, it would be on the drive from Vegas to like, what is it called? Carson City or what is the... <laughs> Like, That's a city, yeah. Hundred miles outside of Vegas, right? And I, so I was staying in this like remote, and that was my Vegas experience. Like, oh my, it's like I stayed in this place called the Railroad Pass. I just, I wonder if it's, that's why it's he doesn't want to come with it's us. It's in Henderson, Nevada. It's in Henderson. That's where oh, she okay. lived. She lived in her dad lived in Henderson. He had a beautiful home in Henderson. Like, Henderson's on one side and Summerlin's on the other. Okay, so but she just didn't trust me to like be on the strip. She had like security cameras set up just to keep an eye on you. And she'd be like, "I'm gonna call you at two a.m. Make sure you're not down there gambling." I have. Been been your morning show partner for what like four years now yeah i have no idea why no one trusts you i don't know why either <laughs> i'm a very trustworthy That's guy too saying. like i don't i don't cheat i don't you know i don't do anything i like i trust you with my life and my career all the time yet everyone else in my life maybe. around you says <laughs> that guy i wouldn't trust him as far as i could throw him. maybe it's because i hang out with untrustworthy people maybe they have done something i I guarantee this girl cheated on me 500 times. Quick rewind, by the way. <laughs> wow. Kelly did tell us five minutes ago that he was hanging out with some guys that were smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> so let me actually be something to that. I'm trustworthy because I didn't smoke crack. So if anything, <laughs> I'm, trust, know of. I'm trustworthy as hell. I was keeping everyone on the, you know, on the straight and narrow. Oh but I know God. for a fact, I know for a fact this girl cheated on me multiple times. Wow. And so I think that, you know, it's the old saying, like when you when you do something wrong, that makes you not trust other people. Okay. And that's probably why I'm too trustworthy. You know? Very and that's why I get burned all the time. We I, look, I told you, Sean, it would turn into a therapy session. Yeah. Because I've never done you wrong and you've never done me wrong. Exactly. You know? I would if I had to guess, I bet that I bet she cheated on me with at least five or six different dudes. How did that make you feel? <laughs> at the, <laughs> well, well, at the time we were talking about earlier. I'd like to add about a tattoo. It's a broken rose. <laughs> <laughs> It says every rose has its thorn underneath it. Oh, my God. No, all the broken roads lead to you. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, after it happened, I was devastated. And now it's just the opposite of love is indifference. It's not hate. Yeah. So I don't hate her for it. I'm just, I'm like, yeah, that sucked. But uh, I, was, I was the dummy who let her beat the hell out of me and then stuck with her. The one new, the difference is in Vegas now is all like those little spots yeah. are gone. Like all Even the, the little, is the railroad pass still there, Brian? It, it said it's a beautiful three star metropolis in Henderson. Nevada. Okay, so that, that, <laughs> three star. What do you mean? It out? hasn't been updated since 1976, but it's a beautiful <laughs> out of, three star. Out of how many stars? <laughs> how many stars? Out of Five, three thousand reviews. <laughs> Average oh, damn! Stars. Is mine still in there? Mine says, "Please, somebody help me. My girlfriend won't let me leave the room. <laughs> Angela won't let me leave." Yeah, back from 2002, I found it. Oh my god. <laughs> I the first time I went to Vegas, it was a family trip, actually. We went out there for a football game because my cousin was playing for Wisconsin at the time. They were playing at UNLV, and we did, like, this, like, entire family trip out there. And we get out there. Our entire hotel was taken over by Wisconsin Badger fans. Like, there were cheese curds Ooh. everywhere. <laughs> and the Frontier is where we stayed. The Frontier, by the way, odd. Dump. Worse than the railroad pass? Dude, there was like duct tape on the floor. My brother was like 15 and was just gambling openly Damn. at tables. And like my cousin, it was almost like the movie like Las Vegas, like the vacation. Yeah. My cousin, who was 16, hit a jackpot. 
Really? Right? Did they, they let him keep it? Yeah. It was like he went, It was like a four hundred dollar jackpot, and the security guard comes over and says, "Well, just don't come around here no more." Oh, what the hell? God. Paid him out. Tony walked out, changed shirts, and came back in. <laughs> yes. And kept gambling. Don't, I mean, there's got to be some regulations for that, right? Not at the frontier, baby. The Nevada That's... Gaming Commission isn't on those places. No, do they? Sh- do the frontier got shut down like two years oh. later, and they? But that's the thing is, they all these old casinos got knocked down and destroyed, and now they've they've got these literally billion dollar hotels and casinos up and down the strip. I miss. That's kind of like I like the downtown area yeah, more. I love downtown. It's got the old Vegas feel to it. Yeah. And it's just like you get the glittery lights versus the LCD screens. You, and stuff. I, yeah. I do kind of miss like if you walk down Fremont, you have the old signs, but they're not lit up. Yeah. And you're like, man, I wish they would just bring that back. Like the some old of the retro signs. feel. Yeah, because yeah. they have some of them. Like you walk by Binions and you walk by yeah. Golden Nugget and stuff. It's got yeah. that feel. But then you walk like off of Fremont a little bit. And there's some of the old signs, like there's the big cowboy or whatever. Yeah. Girl, oh, yeah. But it's not lit up anymore. So it's just there. And you're like, imagine yeah. if that thing was lit up. Why don't they, they light them up? It. Because of the Fremont experience or what? Well, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Maybe oh. just because it's too expensive. I don't think it's associated with anything. Like if you keep walking off Fremont, it starts to become real sketchy. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> dark. Less like, and less just lights. You walk off Fremont. You go past... And you go past one casino. You got about two blocks, and yeah, then it's and then bad. Get, and then everything's just desolate. And that's where it's, Kelly met the crackheads. Yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and that's the same direction as the railroad pass. But you go and you're like, I'm gonna say, like you had all those lights and stuff. Like that would be so cool. But downtown, downtown's a blast. You yeah. joke, but Apple got in trouble. In like this was a story in Vegas. Apple got in trouble because they have they had a ton of construction out there, and Apple Maps was telling everyone to take this way. Well, you couldn't take this way. You had to go to the next off-ramp. And there was like this massive, and I'm not playing, dude, like a massive homeless encampment down there. Oh, dang. Oh, no. And these people were robbing people when they came down there. Oh, God. And so, like, you would pull down there, and obviously, it's in Vegas, there's nice cars and stuff. They would come down there, stop at the red light, and they'd get swarmed. Get robbed. And people started, you know, hey, Apple, you're telling me, like, this is the way to go. And, you know, Apple, their maps are just doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go a couple blocks in the wrong direction in Vegas, it can get You're really no, yeah. it's sketchy. It's real sketchy. But you then know? you go six more blocks, and then it gets to really nice houses and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like three different cities inside, like, a you know, a little area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but, funny. I'm looking at the railroad pass right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just wanted to see if it looks like I remember. You can get a room for $94 a night. Ooh. But Vegas has gotten crazy more expensive too. It used to be you could get a room and like a free meal for like twenty bucks. Yeah, at like yeah. a decent spot because I mean, they don't need to do that anymore. No, they don't. People are going there regardless. It's not about a cheap vacation anymore. No, well, because then now you also have every single artist doing you know yeah you know all really? these massive stays It'd there. Be a great bit to do Kelly and Wood live from the railroad pass. Could oh. <laughs> you imagine? Let's go. The only business they're show, getting. I don't like, think the we show never has sold this many rooms in our lives. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think we have the budget to do that. Ninety four dollars a night. That's pretty, it's getting pretty steep for the show. <laughs> Seven of us sharing a room. <laughs> it would be fun to do like Viva Las Vegas though, and we do the show from Vegas. I, it would probably suck though. It, what am I well, saying? You would what have am to I saying? Start, it'd be what three forty. You would have to be on in Vegas time. Yeah. You sleep. Now you mentioned that we I'd be drunk as hell. <laughs> so I, when I worked at the sports station in Atlanta, they went out there for some major fight. Like the 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 fight company paid for them to fly out there, right, and broadcast live for this flight fight. The next day, I'm running the board, kind of like what Kelly does for the show the next day. So I get in there, six o'clock. I'm like, all right, 
where is everybody? I start calling everybody. No one's answering their phone. No one. <sighs> We're going live in like 15 minutes. Finally, somebody answers. Like, hello. I'm like, dude. You guys realize we're on in 15 minutes. He's like, oh, expletive. How, you know. What did they do then? Did you have to take over for a while? Two of them were asleep. Two of them were missing. Oh, God. They didn't show up until like the second hour of the show, <laughs> and they were drunk as can be. Nice. And it wasn't a bad show. <laughs> it wasn't a bad show. Depending on the level of drunkness, you're either fun. But if you're too far, then then it's like. And you can tell. It fell off a cliff at like 9 a.m. It was just like, ooh. You got to keep it going at that point. You got to just keep a little sip going at that, that point. That may have been the last time the uh, the show got sent to Vegas. That, that's Las Vegas. That's man. hilarious. That, that time shift is, what, four hours? For east to west? Yeah, it's, well, it's three, three hours. Three, We're two yep. here. Yeah. That was Yikes. Brutal. Well, guys, we're at the 25-minute mark. Do we want to shut her down? Oh, I had another question I was going to ask. Okay, go ahead. We can make it longer. Well, There's really no rules. The reason I wanted to is there was a viral video going around. We kind of mentioned this. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was about tattoo artists. And this is something I wanted Sean to kind of give himself a little love on. Because when I saw this video, to be honest with you, it pissed me off. Okay. And it was a this guy interviewing tattoo artists, just a real quick, and he's like, what tattoo do you never want to do again? And these tattoo oh, artists, I saw this. Some of them were okay. Yeah. But there were some of them that were just flat out dicks. And I apologize, you know, but it's all right. there, there was no other way to say it. And they were just, and I feel like that there's a lot of people that think that all tattoo artists are like that. Like you mentioned, you know, going back to the spider web across the across mouth. Across the mouth, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that think that when you walk into a tattoo shop, Right. It's like that. Well, and then it's intimidating. Like for a guy like me, it's intimidating to go in because I'm like, well, I don't want anything that's all that special. Mm-hmm. And is a yeah. you know, is, is a tattoo guy gonna sit there and make fun of me afterwards? You know? Right. Yeah. Which they were doing in that video. Yeah, that's like my biggest pet peeve, honestly. Um, whose tattoo is it? That's what I always like. Right. Who are you to tell somebody what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do? It. I don't know. It's just uh, it's very rude. I don't know. It it definitely upsets me because. In my profession, then I get the like you said. Now it's they're gonna paint uh, every tattoo artist with a white, you know, big brush, yeah, and I get yeah. lumped in with that. And then, um, do you think it's because they've been doing tattoos for so long? Like they've been they're established in the field as like a new school artist or whatever, and it's like somebody comes in going, "Hey, I want this," and they're like, "No, I'm not doing that. That's not what I do." Like I've been doing this for this long. Absolutely, what I'm I know that's part of it. Um, but there's a there's a professional way of doing it, you know. And and if somebody wants a certain style of a tattoo, uh, that doesn't don't make fun of them for it, man. Right. You know, embrace it. And if it's not you that's gonna do the tattoo, uh, there's another artist that will, and it's gonna look good. And um, who are you to make fun of somebody for wanting something like that? I guess you know. Yeah. It's very unprofessional. Yeah. And, and the thing that bummed me out, like, what if? I saw like my tattoo artist get on there and it's like, I never want to do, and it describes exactly what he yeah. did on you or exactly. she did on you. Yeah, like, what message me, are you sending to people, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, that's what sucks. Cause like, you know, is I obviously have a lot of tattoos. I've met a ton of cool tattoo artists. I've also met some that have just been flat knobs. Yeah. And that sucks about it, man. Because at the end of the day, it's a cool, cool thing to do. Yeah. And it's like you said, Kelly, it's incredibly addictive. Yeah. You need to have the right people leading the the charge on that. Stuff. I think the industry it's come a long ways for sure. Um, over the years, it's and it's going to keep going, getting better and better. I'm on a mission to uh to focus on the client and, and ch- kind of change the narrative a little bit with tattoo artists because I want people to to feel comfortable. Uh, don't I want to take away those anxieties? And when you walk into a shop and 
you know, you, you guys have been in many shops, right? Or maybe, you know, Kelly, you mentioned it. You don't want to walk in and feel like you're being judged instantly because you want something that's not their style. Right. So be open-minded and embrace everybody and uh, make people feel comfortable. Why is that a, why is that a not normal thing? You know? Yeah. And you, if you think about it, like, what other business would you do that? Like, if right. I walk into a car dealership, you want a truck? Yeah. Get the yeah. hell out of it's here. It's funny, because, it, and I hate to bring this up, but it makes me think of DJing, and it makes me think of DJs who are like, I don't take requests. Well, why? Yeah. Right. Why don't you want to hear what people want to hear? Right? party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't take requests. Why, you dumbass? Like, it makes your job so much easier. I don't get yeah, I don't get that. Like, who's getting the tattoo here? Is the tattoo artist getting the tattoo, or is the client right. wearing the tattoo? Like, why wouldn't they get input on this? And why wouldn't you support them on that? Especially be- something you're going to wear the rest of your life exactly yeah, right you know, it's not like it washes off man have, have you ever had somebody come in and just be like i want you to pick what i get and design it like just from 100 percent really yep. and that's different uh and i get that so if someone comes up to me and says uh, i want you to design me a tattoo 100 you just maybe make it a family theme or whatever sometimes right. they'll give you that um and now if I design it and they're like, no, I want this, then I'd be a little bit like, well, then why'd you tell me to design yeah. it? You know, I, I get it. So there's that. But, uh, but yeah, that happens to me all the time. I mean, I, cool. and, I, and I love it. That, that's just, that just shows me that people trust me, you know, because yeah. they know that I am going to, I'm out for their best interest, not mine, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what it's all about, you know, giving the client something that they want, not something that you want to do. Right. It's my job to make the client happy. You know, I work for the client. Now, what tattoo are you going to get, Kelly? I want to get the state of Texas. Now, tell them what you want. Tell them what you want. Oh, well, I said before I wanted, like, the shape of Texas with the flag on the uh, inside. You a, t- and what a... tattoo shame me on that one? <laughs> that's, a, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> I knew it! What a stupid idea. Oh, I hope you two have fun in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something I'll never do again is a stupid tattoo like that. <laughs> He actually has one tattoo he'll never do. It's the state of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> the, other one, the other one is a Fine. breast cancer ribbon on someone's chest. I'm, right. I'm, just, I'm drawing the line I'm right over there. It. I'm over the ribbons. All right. Anyway. Oh, but I should mention something. I have had multiple people come up and tell me about being out at our tattoo event. Oh, that was something special. At Fresh Skin. Um, I'm telling you, man. Oh, you're telling the good tattoo for a cause. You bet, man. God, I'm I love telling that. You, I, I that day I knew we did something cool. Yeah. But I'm serious. I've had people stop me before and say, Hey, I was out at that event. Yes. I didn't talk to you that day, but this is and then they tell me a story right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that event was the best that's honest to God, Heartwarming, the coolest right? thing I've ever done in radio. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I, I can't know. wait to do it again this I know. year. Yeah. Me too. We got we gotta do it with food vendors and stuff this yes. year and just you know, cause I, I, I had to DJ a wedding that day. Yeah. God so, damn it, you were I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta make money. God, and he didn't God. take requests either. Just, no, I'm like, no I'll, I'll play what I want to play. Oh, I'll be stroking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Some I, weird mother daughter song. <laughs> I was, I was really bummed that couldn't be there. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it this year. Like that, Same. that, that looked so cool. The pictures you were posting and stuff. Like people waited in that line. Pretty 13 humbling. hours. Unbelievable. Yeah, pretty humbling experience. Oh. Well, I mean, lie. and then for you to just be banging out tattoos left. Right. Me and my buddy went to my house and sat on the tailgate of my truck until about three o'clock in the morning, just decompressing that situation. Yeah. Because it was just a whirlwind of emotions after talking to people and yeah. and tattooing that many hours and just seeing the line grow and I can't I couldn't believe people waited that long for a tattoo and it just a humbling experience. Yeah, we we took like four or five hours to just decompress that situation. It was pretty wild, man. Amazing. Can't wait. Now you're gonna be at say what you're doing again this next weekend. 
So oh, next, what's going on? Go ahead, Ke- uh, Wood. You are the man. Wow, yeah. You know, you're good at this stuff. I knew it. Euphoric Inc. and Art Show, the Park Event Center, March 3rd and 4th. Uh, all thanks to Fresh Skin Tattoos and Oberg Roofing. And like Sean said, go out there, talk to tattoo artists. If you don't like the vibe of somebody, well, then don't work with that person. This is a great opportunity to go out there and meet people, talk to people, find out what they do well, and really have that. And plus, it's craft beer tour. There's uh, you know tasting. There's also stand-up comedy. There's a side show. There's a concert. Your ticket gets you in both days, March 3rd and 4th, going out at the Park Event Center in St. Cloud. And are people tattooing? Gonna be tattooing. Them. Yes. Yep. I'll be tattooing. James will be tattooing. I got a. I'll be open Saturday for some small stuff. Um, Friday I'm booked. Um, but either way, come network, check it out, mm-hmm. talk to me. Uh, let's get get to know each other and build that trust. Fantastic. Are everybody happy with this podcast? I think so. I think so. It's fun right. having somebody else. Yeah, in Sean, here. this was fun, man. Hey, exactly. Come back anytime. You can come back. We don't even have to talk tattoos. You can just come hang out. Hell yeah. I'm sure would, would love yeah. it. All right. <laughs> I want to hear this guy. You gotta come in post Vegas. We gotta go. Oh, back. I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, yes. Vegas. All right. Anyway, Sean, thank you so much for coming in. Wood, I will see you Monday morning. Same with you, Brian Riley. I will see you there.